Hey, it's Amy with intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. Let's talk about being late. Like, why are, why, <laughs> the title is, why am I or someone I know always late? Do you find you're always tardy or late in a particular area of your life? Have you tried over and over again to be more timely, yet no matter what, fall into the same pattern? Maybe you're on time and Every area of your life, but one area. I got, I got an answer for you. I think of it as a sign. <laughs> so here are some of the cues some about why you might be late. Some psychic cues. Um, well, the first one, you got to ask yourself, is it really something you want to do? Have you fallen into the habit of saying yes to commitments or people that you really want to say no to? If this is the case, make a habit of tuning into your intuition before you say yes. Ask your higher self, will this situation make me feel good? Wait for an answer before you commit. Get in the habit of responding with, let me think about it and I'll get back to you. So one of the signs... Uh, underneath your tardiness could be that you don't want to do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the most, that's, that's the most common, honestly, the reason you're late is because you don't want to do it. And um, I think we, we have not created a world where we can have that conversation and, and acknowledge, oh, this is a sign I don't want to do something and giving our self permission to to not do something, right? We, we've created so much urgency and everything is so important and we've got to do it. But what if it's just a sign that it's not the right fit for you? Next, pay attention to the way you transition from moment to moment, activity to activity. Some people need more transition time than others. You know, I think everyone has their own unique relationship with time, just like food, just like with money. And the reason why we may be struggling to be on time is that we're not giving ourselves enough time to transition from activity to activity. If you're a person that gives yourself um, space to be who you really are, then you will give yourself space when it comes to time, right? So try not to, I know it might be difficult, try not to pack your schedule full of back-to-back -back activities. Give yourself an abundance of time to transition from one activity to the next. And then you'll know how you feel. It could be that your lateness is a sign that you've fallen into lack in a particular area, i.e. not giving yourself enough time. And so the way you can switch out of that is to start to create some spaciousness between activities. Next, is your schedule running you? Sometimes people allow their commitments to control them. Always be aware of the fact that at any moment you can dictate how you use your energy. It is your divine mission to govern your life with as much love as you possibly can. So take your power back. Create a schedule that loves and nurtures who you really are. If there is an area of your life that you're struggling to be timely in, then ask yourself, what are the positive benefits of this commitment or responsibility? Why does it make me feel good to have this commitment in my life? 
and be honest. If it doesn't feel good, <laughs> then let it go. But also be honest if the reason you're committed to it is maybe the way it makes you appear to others. I had a client some years back. She was very active in, in civic activity. And as we were pulling you know, the strings on her schedule and looking really closely at what was going on there, we discovered that she had a false sense of confidence around being involved in these activities. It made her feel important. Now, that is wonderful. I want you to feel important. But if you need that activity to feel important, then you need to do some work within you so that you feel important no matter what. Because what if there came a time, and there was coming a time, she, there were other things she wanted to do and she needed to make room for it. She was losing a sense of herself in the process as she was rearranging her schedule. And so then we had to do look at some self-esteem stuff. We had to look at what was underneath there. You're valuable no matter what you're up to. You're valuable if you were sitting at home right now eating cookies and watching TV and still listening to this podcast. <laughs> you are valuable no matter what, but you just need to remind yourself of that. And it's not what you do. It's not what's, what you're associated with. It's not even the money in your bank account. It's that you decided first and foremost that you're valuable right now. You are important right now. You are significant right now because you can't get to the bigger dream if you are holding some belief that you are not enough. If you are insignificant, the dream big works when you feel big, no matter what. You can be in sweatpants and feel big. You can, it can be your worst day ever and you still feel big and amazing. Um, yeah, your, your importance comes from within you and it's, it's a decision. You're, a dis you're important. Are you a sensitive person? If so, it may be difficult for you to leave the safety and security of home. And as a result, you might find yourself always running against the clock. Your sensitivity will never really go away. It's who we are. It's a gift. But you can definitely nurture yourself in ways that honor your sensitive nature. So here is my prescription for highly sensitive people around time. Know what, know what the latest time you can leave and still be on time. Calm and relax. Set an alarm that reminds you when to leave. Let people, people in your life know that you struggle with getting out of the house on time so they know how to support you. However, do not use this as an excuse to be late. And it's not anybody's job to manage you. Um, commit to doing whatever you need to do to get excited to leave the house. And one of the ways to get excited to leave the house is choose to do something that is exciting with people that are exciting. Uh, do you need think about like what what do you need to feel good right and then of course good self-care you know eat and exercise and meditate if you need to do that shower if you need to do that style yourself up if you need to do it check your bank account if you need to do it make yourself a priority okay back in my 20s I was living in San Francisco and it was St. Patrick's Day weekend and San Francisco does 
I, to, in my opinion. I know they're probably better out there. They do a pretty good St. Patrick's Day celebration. Like, it, it's a thing. There's parade, and then all the bars were open. I mean, granted, this was in my 20s, and this was 15. God, even probably longer than that, years ago. And so there was this man in my building that I, I was obsessed with. And um, I had the insight. I've been doing a lot of work on myself at the time. I had the insight that uh, I should probably manage my life. <laughs> so typically what I would do if some, you know, somebody asked me to hang, you know, I would spend every waking moment between the time they asked me to hang and the time we actually met up uh, getting ready, right? Thinking about it, doing very little. I'd still wind up late. And so this time I was like, you know what? I really want to be, I want to see if there's something with this guy and I want to be my best self. So I, you know, of course I got ready, but more so I focused on the things I needed to do as a Saturday. You know, I worked full time for a company, so I had very structured hours. So it was my time to get some life things done. So I wound up doing those things, filed and paid some bills and cleaned some stuff up. And then I wound up meeting him a little bit later than we had planned. I had told him ahead of time, like, hey, I'm going to do these things. And it winded up being one of the best times I've ever had with him. And I, I still, to this day, I equated to, I put myself first. I put myself first. So there, there is great value in putting yourself first. And I think it will, it'll help you show up more authentically. And I think it'll help you be on time at the right time, right? Because in that regard, like, I know he wanted to meet much earlier, but it still was fun. And it's a freaking Saturday and a St. Patrick's Day. There, there's no schedules for partying, right? <laughs> in my world, there's not. And so, um, yeah, he could have said no. He didn't. He waited for me. And we had a great, great, great time. Best time ever with him. And I think it's because I came into that situation very centered uh, and feeling really good holistically about me, not just that I looked pretty. And I don't think I ended up doing all that much in terms of appearance-wise, like, you know, all of the basics. But I would have gone way more overboard if I took my other approach and still it probably wouldn't have been as fun. I think what matters is what's on the inside, you know? And I felt hella good. I was like, ooh. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and all my stuff is done. I get to just chill. I felt so good. And I think that is what changes our life. So how can you feel really, really good on the inside? And I think that'll help with timeliness. A few more on this timeliness thing. Create support systems that encourage timeliness. Set alarms, finish tasks that you start. Um, I just heard a wonderful talk on timing and it was a company and they were saying that they've figured out that it takes about 50% longer, 30 to 50% longer than they budget to complete a project. And once they figured that out, they just work that into the schedule. So I think create, give yourself room 
be honest with yourself. Um, break projects up into little doable parts. Yeah, create systems that encourage timeliness. Because my thought on timeliness is even if you set an unobtainable goal, I, I believe this with money too, if you set a quote-unquote unobtainable goal, meaning you just couldn't get it all done in that time frame, I think you'll get it done like short, like right after. That's what I've found consistently. If I say, okay, this deadline is Friday, then I know because I set it at Friday, it'll be done by Saturday morning, which is way better than saying, okay, it'll be done when it's done or setting no time, you know, no structures or assuming, oh, well, then I need just a whole nother week because I don't, right? there's this amazing thing that happens with us, within us around time, around money, around any of our resources, that if we decide we're going to use it in a high vibrational way, and we're going to be committed to our well-being and the highest and greatest good, it works in our favor. So create support systems that encourage timeliness. I think this is a cool one. Know that rushing around to get somewhere on time can be stimulating. If you're a person who struggles with getting motivated or putting your needs first, you may have convinced yourself that you need the stimulation of rushing around to get things done on time. This habit is neither right nor wrong, but just pay attention to how it makes you feel. If you feel accomplished after a spurt of rushing around, then carry on. If you feel bad or fatigued, then consider another approach. It's all up to you. Now, procrastination. Use procrastination proactively. Always know why you're procrastinating. <laughs> be honest with yourself. Procrastination can be really positive approach to being on time if you're clear as to why you're doing it. Make it your helpmate instead of your hindrance. Oftentimes, people who are Perfectionists procrastinate because they know if they give themselves too much time, they will waste it perfecting. Hmm. <laughs> and then I think also procrastination is just fucking laziness. So only you will know which one it is. <laughs> you know? Um, because here's my thoughts on this. I have a, a friend who procrastinates and that's her excuse is that and I'm using excuse very purposefully that um, she feels like she'll waste all of her time trying to perfect something that can't be perfected. But I've also seen her as of late, you know, um, in middle age, just bombing, you know. So and it, it really just came from lack of preparation. So it's a fine line if you're going to play with this one around procrastination. Procrastination is a way of putting limits on their overdoing tendencies. I, I think that's a really healthy way to approach procrastination, which I don't even think we should put the label procrastination on. That's just using your time in the way that feels right and true to you. But I have found that, um, yeah, I, I would amend this perspective just a bit because I've seen this type that is doing this, right, and doing says they're doing it from their healthiest self quote unquote, but really in fact, they're just self-sabotaging. 
So give yourself time to show up your best version of you, however long it takes. And if you need a little bit of time, take a little bit of time to do that. If you need a lot of time, take a lot of time, but show up as your best self, no matter what. Um, But, you know, I used to play a lot of little games like this to get myself on track. And I think in my younger years, it was really helpful. But in middle age, I'm 42 now. I think all these games are silly. <laughs> but my spirit guides are reminding me that I live a life that doesn't, you know, that is a little bit different than the mainstream in terms of the, the amount of time freedom I have. So I recognize we might have to play some of these games with ourselves to get ourselves to do the things we need to do, but ultimately execute in the way that feels right and true to you. And um, yeah, that would be my thoughts around that. But yeah, uh, yeah, I think they're silly now. I think just show up and do you. Like, you know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> it's so funny that I, I'm looking at it from this vantage point. Because I've done some really extraordinary things that I, I, you know, if you had asked me, gosh, five, six years ago, uh, if I if I could see myself doing what I have done. And I would say, well, I'd hope so. But I really didn't have a plan for how I was going to do it. You know, it was very much still in the realm of wishful thinking. But now that I've done those things, I now see, I now see all the excuses we make. We are far more powerful than we allow ourselves to be. And so, yeah. And I pray in, you know, another eight years, I'll look back and be like, oh, I'm even more powerful now. Like, wow, I did not even realize. Oh, I'm so excited for that moment. All right. My last little bit on timing. Uh, think of your habits of your habit of always being late as an opportunity to get to know yourself better. Ask yourself, why do I do this? Why do I need? And not from a place of like being mean to yourself. Like, come on. Like, how many times do I need to say it to y'all? Just stop being mean to yourself. Ask yourself from a loving place, from a neutral place. Why do I need to do this? Why do I need? What do I need? To, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm misreading my own question. What do I need when I do it? So when you're late, what do you need that is not, that's being fulfilled? What am I afraid of? In doing this work, you turn tardiness into an opportunity to better know yourself. Oh, I go way back. So my, my senior year of high school, I found myself getting lots of tardies. A, because I was bored. Like school, I was done. <laughs> In my mind, I graduated six months before I actually did. So after three tardies, the punishment was Saturday school. You had to go to Saturday school from 9 to 12. And I freaking didn't mind. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I get to do my homework and I'm in here with all these hot ass students. <laughs> so there is a blessing in everything. And I would encourage you to find the blessing in your tardiness. And um, yeah, I'm so grateful because like I said, mentally, I graduated six months before and those Saturday schools, that's how I graduated. I did all my homework during that three hours. Yeah, life was amazing. <laughs> 
because I decided my spirit guides are jumping in. They're saying because you decided to see the blessing in it. So please be willing to see the silver lining in everything. It, when we're beating ourselves up and making ourselves wrong and oh my God, I can't do anything right. You're missing. There's a reason there. And if you lean into that reason, oh, life gets amazing. So daily affirm, I'm a magnet for divine perfect timing. I am a magnet to divine perfect timing. I am a magnet to divine perfect timing. Let's see, does this open? <laughs> Let's see, in these notes, I recommended a meditation, which looks like it is no longer available. But I would, um, I would encourage you if you are struggling with timeliness, start meditating on how to be more timely. But really, it's up to you. Do what feels right and true to you. Like if you asked me when I was married, I, I, I had labeled myself bad with time. But I was married to a fucking man who didn't get out of bed till two. And then when he got out of bed and he was ready to go, mind you, I'd been up since five. That was when I was woke up with at the crack of dawn. And he was ready then to get going with life. I am like, dude, I'm already... I've already worked an eight hour day. I'm chilling. So then I felt like I was always rushing to keep up with him. And so I had labeled myself being bad with time. I just, no, I wasn't bad with time. I just didn't pick the right partner. And that's not to make him wrong, right? Totally fine. Sleep as long as you want. Do you. But if you're in romantic partnership, it is my belief that there needs to be some harmony in the way you both do time. And we were very, out of sync in that area and it was one of the reasons that why we're not married and I don't feel bad about it at all <laughs> because life is good I like I do time well in my mind he probably thinks he does time well but we don't need to be around and in situations that make us feel like we're less than we are when we're just being ourselves so that just means make a different choice even if you are are hella close we were very very close but timing, no, we were not a match at all. Um, yeah. So that's my show on timeliness. Trust yourself. Time gets to work in your favor. It is working in your favor. And stop making yourself wrong. There's always enough time to do everything you really, really, really want to do. And just start cutting out some of the stuff you don't want to do. And get clear about what really matters. And then make it all work and it will you will be like oh my god are you kidding me amy i'm like yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. every time i i start to 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 think like oh shit time i'm like there are women in the romance industry who write a book a month a full-on probably you know forty-five thousand words that that's not it's half of my long uh but forty-five thousand words novel a month and publishes it that's editing process. That's writing. She's felt that that woman has found her tricks, her ways of doing her work efficiently so that she can write at that pace. Uh, it doesn't mean, you know, that's not, it doesn't mean anything about the work. It just means that she's serving her people in that way. And um, if someone can write a novel in a month and put it out in the world, 
And I'm assuming it, it's probably she finishes the draft. I don't know how it works, honestly. So I'm not even going to speculate. Let's just say she does it all in a month from write it, edit it, put it in the world. There's an amazing amount of things you can be doing with your time, man. <laughs> you know, it takes me six months to write 60,000 words and be ready to put it out in the world. So it's just a reminder. It's all the way you use it, all the way you see it, what matters to you, what you focus on. Time gets to work in, on, in your behalf, like money. All right, I'm done. I'm Amy of Intuitive Coaching with Amy. If you're looking for a coach, you want to shift your perception around the way you use your time so that you, A, discover you're probably doing time right. You just need to stop making yourself wrong and implement practices where you can be more efficient with your time, then I would love to support you. Information on my services can be found at Intuitive Coaching with Amy. And uh, pay attention to the Elevate Intuitive Coaching Package and the Massive Result Intuitive Coaching Package. I feel like I could talk forever on time. So that just must mean somebody wants to talk about time. So call me. We'll talk about time. Take care of yourself. Thank you for listening.